This is the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast, episode 43. Today I'm going to share with you two ways to blend for conditions that you will see a lot in an aromatherapy practice. Conditions that are chronic and long-term and sort of never go away, and in those conditions that are sudden and acute. I will share with you how to blend for each. You're listening to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast with your host, Liz Fulcher. If you're interested in learning about essential oils, hearing interviews with industry experts, and discovering ways to grow your own aromatherapy business, this is the podcast for you. For more information and show notes, visit the website at aromaticwisdominstitute.com. Now sit back, relax, take a deep breath, and enjoy as Liz shares a dose of aromatic wisdom. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast. My name is Liz Fulcher. I am a clinical aromatherapist. I have been working actually Right now, I'm in 2021, and this is my 30th year as an aromatherapist. I have a lot of really good stuff to cover, so I'm going to just jump right into today's topic, essential oil blending for acute versus chronic health conditions. I'd like to begin by looking at an overview of safe and effective blending dilution guidelines. What do I mean by that? By safe dilution or safe dilution guidelines, I mean specifically how many drops of essential oil do you put in X amount of carrier to make X percent dilution? Here's a better example. How many drops of essential oil would you add to one ounce of grapeseed oil to make a 1% dilution? 2%, 5%, 10%, and so on. Now, for those of you listening to this podcast who are new to aromatherapy, and in particular, new to essential oils and therapeutic blending, I should say blending for therapeutic applications, hearing me talk about number of drops and the percentages could be a little daunting. Fear not. I have a couple, uh, I have two things for you. One is just breathe and enjoy the process of learning. We all begin somewhere. You might want to just listen to this podcast all the way through and then go to the show notes and read some links I've put just for you guys. Or you could stop the podcast, go to the links and read them and then come back and listen and everything might make more sense. And the links are all the things I've written, they're either podcast episodes or blog notes where I've written about blending guidelines. So that'll give you a really good start to how many drops to put into how much carrier to make how much of a percent. However, in the interest of clarity in this particular episode, I'm just going to give you a real quick overview about how I create a 1%, 2%, 3% and more blend. And I'll just tell you the circumstances in which you would use each of those dilutions. Okay, 1% dilution, 5 to 6 drops of essential oil in 1 ounce of carrier. You would use this in energetic work. You would use this with children, with elders, with anyone who is in any way compromised. Maybe they have fragrance sensitivities. And when in doubt, start with a low dilution like this, and then you can always add essential oils later. Next is 2% dilution. We are simply doubling the number of drops in the same amount of carrier. So you have got 
10 to 12 drops of essential oil in one ounce of carrier. You would use a 2% dilution for a lot of things. It's probably the dilution rate that I use, the dilution amount that I use the most. You can use it for every day, for massage therapy. You can use it, add it to your body lotion. Uh, it's also a good place to start with just a healthy, normal person. Um, you might want to go a bit higher later. Next, you've got 3% dilution. Now you're starting to get pretty strong. And that is going to be 15 to 18 drops of essential oil in one ounce of carrier. Because the dilution is now starting to get stronger, I don't recommend it for full body work. I recommend it for spots. So if you've got a sore elbow, a, a shoulder, the lower back, a bad knee, uh, I use it for spot applications. If you wish to go higher, you it's math. You simply start doubling the um, drops of essential oil into one ounce of carrier. Just be very, very careful how you are using a very strong dilution. You want to be careful of not overtaxing the body. And in particular, you want to be careful to avoid sensitization of the essential oil or oils that are in your blend. Okay, so there are your dilution guidelines. The next thing I do is when a client comes to me, before I even put any essential oils inside my carrier, I go through a list that I call blending considerations. Pretty extensive list, and I'm not going to share that in this episode. I think I'm going to make that an episode unto itself. Blending considerations, which include all sorts of safety things, the skin, the time of day. And then in this list, one of the things that I look at is if it's acute or chronic. This is really important. The first thing you want to ask the person, in particular if it's, well, actually with any condition, you want to ask them, how long has the condition existed? If they say, I've only had it for two days, I fell down the steps and twisted my ankle, you know you're dealing with something that's acute. If they say, I have had this sore elbow for as long as I can remember, I've been driving UPS truck, every time I drive long shifts, my elbow hurts, you know you're dealing with a chronic health issue. All right, let's get really clear on the specific differences between acute and chronic health issues and how to blend for each. An acute health issue means a rapid onset of symptoms, and it usually runs a short course. So things happen quick and dramatic. It's actually that suddenness that that suddenly something happened is what makes it acute. Acute conditions can show up both physically and mentally. So some examples would be if you have the flu, you suddenly have a fever, you have a sore throat, you go into muscle spasms, you have an infection, you have some part of your body becomes inflamed. You can have emotional issues like high anxiety or even a panic attack. Uh, if we're talking about pain, acute pain usually comes on again suddenly. It tends to be sharp and it's usually caused by something specific. And with acute issues, usually after the acute event heals, you just go on with your life as usual. It's over, it's healed. So how do you blend for these acute issues? Acute issues should be treated with a high dilution for a short period of time with a light carrier like a thin lotion, aloe vera gel, even a super light oil, because you want the blend to absorb quickly. So you're hitting it hard. You let it soak in fast. You use it frequently for a few days, probably not more than a week, depending on the condition. 
as this acute condition starts to improve, then you want to continue adding essential oils. You want to keep on helping the healing, but you want a lower dilution. So you want to knock it down to 3%, even 2% for maybe another week. By then, things should be looking pretty good. It depends on what the condition is. If it's something like a, a deep cut, I know someone who smashed her thumbnail with a hammer and she used a very high dilution for of helichrysum for the first week and then dropped it down 2% for another week and then another percent or something for the following week. The whole reason that we don't want to keep applying a strong blend is we don't want to become sensitized to the essential oil. I'll put a link in the show notes to another podcast episode I did on sensitization. It's really important. So here's an example of an acute condition that happened actually in one of my certification programs with a student from Pittsburgh, which is about four hours from where I live. Her name's Allison. So she came on the last day of class of a three-month certification program. She came limping into the classroom and explained that she had stepped poorly off of a curb outside of her hotel and sprained her ankle. We I mean, she did not have a diagnosis, but we could all pretty much tell it was sprained. She was in a lot of pain, sharp pain. The ankle was swelling quickly, and it already started getting colored, like looking bruised. Well, I could see a teaching moment here, so I said to the students, I'm going to make her a blend for an acute condition, and I'm going to use it in a rollerball. So I, and I'll tell you why in a minute. So I quickly made her a blend. It, it was actually probably, it might've been about 7%. I don't remember specifically. I don't, I know it wasn't as high as 10 and it was more than five. <clears throat> and so I added um, essential oils in a jojoba blend in a rollerball. I used clove, which is great for pain. I used German chamomile, which is great for inflammation. I used spike lavender because the camphor in that particular oil is also good for pain. And I probably used a little helichrysum. So Allison had a four-hour drive back, you know, back home at the end of class. So I wanted to be sure she could make it home. So the reason that I put it in a rollerball, well, yeah, I'll, I'll share that now. Okay. We also propped up her leg on a chair. We put we iced it for a while. And then throughout the day, she applied the blend by rolling it all around her ankle. That's why I made it in a rollerball. So it'd be really easy for her to manage applying it without getting her hands messy. Also, so she could apply it while she was driving. By the end of class that day, the swelling had gone down a lot. And she actually felt like she was okay to drive. So I asked her the next day, how did how did it go? How did you feel? And she said she really felt great while she was driving. When it started to hurt, she'd pull over. She applied the blend. Or if she stopped for gas, she'd apply the blend. And she only needed it for a few more days after that and when really it started to feel much better. That's a perfect example of an acute condition. I used, well, I used essential oils indicated for a condition like that. I used a very high dilution and I used a very, um, well, I did I say jojoba? It might have been fractionated coconut oil because I wanted to use a light carrier. Yes, I'm pretty sure it was fractionated coconut oil now that I think about it. So to recap, with acute conditions, you want to use a very strong dilution, a light carrier, apply often, 
and for only a short period of time, like a few days. All right, now we're going to move into talking about those chronic health conditions. A chronic health issue is a condition that the person has experienced for a long time, usually more than six months. I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast knows at least one person who suffers from some chronic health issue. They're very common. They tend to be those inflammatory conditions like arthritis, bursitis, bronchitis, all those itises, which means inflammation. A chronic health condition can even be an emotional issue like depression. Another signature indication of a chronic condition is that it can continue even after the initial acute event that caused it has gone away. Okay, we've got our definition of what it means to be a chronic issue. Now let's take a look at how we blend for those types of conditions. Chronic issues should be treated the opposite of acute. You want to use a very light dilution, like say 2%. You want to use it for a long period of time. It can be used for weeks. You want to use a heavy carrier, like a salve, one of those wax-based kind of carriers, like a salve, an ointment, or jojoba oil, which is just really heavy wax. So why do we want to use a light dilution and a heavy carrier? We're trying to avoid sensitization. Chronic issues didn't happen overnight and they don't go away overnight. So you want to make a blend that you can continue to apply to that sore elbow, to that sore knee for weeks. It's going to be applied for a long time. We want to avoid sensitization. The other thing is the heavy carrier allows it to soak in slowly. I did a blend for a massage therapist one time who had sore wrists from doing her work. And I remember starting out, this was early in my career as an aromatherapist, I remember making her blend in for her to apply to her wrists at the end of the day in lotion. And she said it worked great, but it didn't last very long. So then I think I tried oil and she said it's better. And then I created, I melted beeswax in um, with jojoba oil together, added the blend, of course, let that firm up. It made a really nice, heavy, goopy, well, it wasn't that goopy, it was like the consistency probably of lip balm and had her apply that to her wrists. And after that, she said the pain was relieved for hours. So using the right carrier can really make a difference in these chronic conditions. Okay, let's recap blending for chronic conditions. Use a light dilution, a heavy carrier, apply as often as you needed but for as long as you need to. If if after three months, you're concerned about sensitization, then maybe switch up the blend a little bit so that they, they're using different oils. So that's it. There's your tutorial on blending for acute or chronic conditions. Very simple measures, but very powerful in making a difference when blending for a specific type of of condition. I hope that was helpful and I really hope that it adds value to your knowledge about blending. And now it's time to smell my life. I have a very simple story this week on how I used essential oils and it's how I use essential oils almost every day, every other day. And in my kitchen, I have two sinks, 
a double sink, stainless steel, and gets dirty as all sinks do. And I keep essential oils near my sink. The older ones that I want to use up, especially the citrus oils and things that I wouldn't want to use on my skin anymore. And when I've done doing the dishes, I take some baking soda, which I also keep with my oils, sprinkle it into both sides, sprinkle essential oils into the baking soda, get out my sink sponge, which is not the dish sponge, and scrub, scrub, scrub. And the baking soda is abrasive enough to make it really clean. And the essential oils make everything smell really, really good. This is a terrific way to use up older oils to keep your sink clean in a natural way and to be breathing in the essential oils so that you're boosting your immunity while you're cleaning. And that's a wrap for episode 43 of the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast, where we talked about blending for acute versus chronic health conditions. I am teaching a three-part series currently on deep dives with essential oils. This coming week, Friday, February 12th, 2021, we're going to be looking at rose oil. And I'm going to talk a lot about all the different things that rose oil can do, but also I'm going to clear up a lot of confusion about the names of the different types of rose. I'm going to talk about all the extracts that come out of the beautiful roses. And if you're listening to this podcast after the fact, you can still go to my website and sign up for the replay. AromaticWisdomInstitute.com. Click on courses and you will see everything. So until next time, when I may or may not be talking about rose hydrosol, Please stay safe out there, and as always, be happy, be well.